From Upstate Medical University, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. With a level one trauma center designation, Upstate University Hospital is the place where many victims of violent crime receive medical care. But did you know hospital providers are active in efforts to prevent violent crime? Here to talk about the Violence Education Prevention Outreach Program are social worker Chanel Beard and Trauma Injury Prevention Coordinator Kim Nasby. Thank you both for being here. Thank you for having us today. Thank you. So let's talk about um, how this program began. Um, how did it get started? So the VPOP program actually started um, a few years ago um, with the initiative from one of our own trauma surgeons who um, takes care of uh, these violence victims when they come into the trauma bay. And um, he had some experience in working with troubled youth um, and incarcerated individuals. Um, he had a program at the jail, at the county jail, um, where he would uh, do an outreach uh, prevention program himself to kind of um, let people know that we're incarcerated, that there are other options for them once they um, come out of the system um, so that they don't keep perpetuating the violence. So um, Dr. Ali was the one who kind of started this program with our director of social work, Mark Budaleri, um, a few years ago. And it was kind of a grassroots program that started a few years ago. And we were lucky enough um, in the past um, year to receive a donation um, through the foundation, the Upstate Foundation, to fund a, um, a full-time social work position um, for this program so that we can expand our reach. So that is how we got Chanel Beard um, oh. as, as part of our program. And she is a dedicated 100% um, VPOP social worker. So she is able to deal with all of our community partners for this so program. what are uh, the community partners? These are outside of Upstate. They are outside of Upstate. So to have a productive um, injury prevention program that is hospital-based, um, we are kind of the vehicle to get um, individuals um, the services that they need. But we don't offer all of the services, obviously, here at Upstate because we're a hospital. So we have to partner with our community um, to make sure that all the services that are available in the community are offered to these individuals. So that's where Chanel comes in. Okay, putting people in touch with whatever they need. Now, people involved with VPOP, nurses, surgeons, social workers, right? Yes, so it's a, it's a broad spectrum. So when um, individuals come into um, the emergency department here at Upstate, every person actually is screened for violence. Um, for uh, street-related violence. So even if you are here for something that might be like a motor vehicle crash, for instance, which is another kind of trauma we deal with here, um, you will be screened for um, violence to see if you have any violence um, or if that caused this injury that you're being seen for today. When you say everyone is screened for violence, is that a question that um, a nurse might ask in the emergency department? It is. Okay. So you're screened through our triage process, and you are also screened if you end up in our trauma bay. So there's two different ways that you could be coming into the emergency department. 
One is just like a walk-in, and the other you would be coming by ambulance. So both of them actually get screened, and we have a lot of different screening tools here at Upstate. So it's not it's one of many tools that we have. So we screen for other things like uh, domestic violence. We screen for heart disease. We screen for a lot of things. This just happens to be one of them. And we are able to generate a list so that Chanel then has a tool to use to reach out to the victims um, so that they can get the services that they need. Well, Chanel, tell me how you or, or why you um, uh, got involved in violence prevention. Why is that something that's important to you? Well, I'm a lifelong resident of Syracuse. I actually, I was born and raised here. I went to the Syracuse City School District my entire life. I went to Syracuse University. So um, it's actually something that's very near and dear to my heart, something that I'm very passionate about. It's something that has somewhat been in my own backyard, and so it's something that I wanted to be able to contribute to helping. Neat. Well, now, the, the goal, as I understand it, is to reduce the rate of recidivism of violent trauma. So how do you do that? That sounds like a huge order. It, it is, but I, I think, and Kim, you can jump into whenever you'd like, but I, I think what the VPOP program aims to do is just to offer an alternative way of living. And so, you know, we're all able to, we're all able to do that by offering resources that these patients sometimes don't always have access to, like a primary care provider. That's our goal to make sure everyone who comes to the program has a primary care provider. Um, with the help of our community partners, we have mentorship. Um, we try to prevent retaliation, any type of violent retaliation, mental health resources. Um, if people are interested in going to school, getting back into school, if they have housing or safety concerns, those are all things that the VPOP program addresses and offers. Wide ranging then. It seems very, like every facet it, of like life, basically. Yeah, it's very wide ranging. And the, the research that's behind um, hospital-based uh, violent prevention programs really uh, focuses on that public health model. So it is not just one particular thing that is causing this violence within communities. It is a public health issue. Um, and we are able to work with many disciplines across the spectrum to kind of address this issue. So we sit on a steering committee that it, um, with the mayor's office and the county commissioners and uh, the Syracuse Police Department, um, the Syracuse City School District, um, the Southwest Community Center is vital to Huge. this program. Um, so our recidivism rate, when we talk about that, it's kind of a big word that we use sometimes. And all that means is most of our patients that are seen here for a violent injury um, due to street violence. So this is um, our gunshot wounds, stabbings, and assaults usually that come in. Um, this is not a program for domestic violence. We have separate programs for that. So this is really related to street violence. And most of those patients who have been seen in our institution for um, serious traumas, and we call those level one or level two traumas, um, have been seen here in the past for maybe a maybe not so serious injury. So for instance, if someone has come into the hospital that has had a maybe a gunshot wound to the leg that is not considered life-threatening, but maybe they got grazed, they were seen here in the emergency department, we clean them up, we fix them, we, we, and then they get discharged. Um, more than not, those patients are going right back out to the same environment which brought them here. 
So our goal is for Chanel to be able to reach out to these patients and offer them the alternatives to change their path um, so that they don't come back here with a more serious injury the next time. So you may, you're helping victims of violent trauma, but you may end up helping people who are perpetrators. Absolutely. Right? Yes. Absolutely. And for us as a, as a trauma center, um, we don't ever use that word. No. Um, because for us as healthcare providers, um, as a social worker, as a nurse, um, anybody who's been a victim is a patient of ours. And it for us, it doesn't matter if they're the perpetrator or if they were part of whatever brought them here. Our goal is to help them. Right. So and first, they may have the same needs or very similar needs. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, like Chanel said, she she works with our community partners on a weekly basis, sometimes a daily basis. Maybe you can talk a little bit more about that, Chanel. So um, my time is split up, I would say, about 50-50 between the hospital here at the downtown campus and then I'm um, at the Southwest Community Center on Wednesdays and Fridays for outreach. And, and, and it's during those times that I actually meet with patients. I follow up with them once they've been discharged from the hospital or some of our community partner members, they will come with me on home visits to actually um, follow up with the patients at their homes. You check in and see how they're doing or what yes. they've changed or what they still need help with. Yep, all of those things. So if a listener wanted to learn more about this program, is there a, a place where they could find out more? Absolutely. There's a couple different places that you can look. Um, you can go to upstate.edu backslash trauma. And on that webpage, you will find our Violence Education Prevention Outreach Program link. You can click on that. And our brochure is listed there with some phone numbers. And then Chanel can share her information. Yes, I can be reached by anyone if you have any questions about the program, um, the criteria of the program, or if you just have any questions and you need to be pointed in the right direction at 315-414-6070. And also, I have drop-in hours. I'm at the Southwest Community Center every Wednesday and Friday from 8.30 a.m. until 5 p.m. So... If, if you encounter someone who feels like a patient who feels like they need weapons for protection, um, what's the alternative to that? If they feel fearful enough that they need a gun or think they need a gun to protect themselves or their family, what's the alternative? So that's actually something that I come across very often. And so at that point, I do a safety assessment and myself and the patient, we actually come up with a safety plan for when they discharge from the hospital. And that may include changing where they live. That may include having someone, um, a point person to call if they start to feel as though they may have to interact with violence. And then that's also where our community partners come in with their their strong ties to the community. They're able to speak to the patient and speak to the perpetrators and prevent some retaliation from happening. Okay. Um, I've also seen uh, risk factors for subsequent violent injury. There, are there some sort of red flags that you may come across when a person um, comes in as the victim as to, you know, that might predict that they would uh, have issues later? Not being connected to a primary care provider. So if someone is not connected with um, managing their health, 
I oftentimes see them come back in for complications. And as far as perpetuating uh, the violence or being a victim of violence again, oftentimes if, if that patient is discharged back into the same environment, they have a very high likelihood of, of coming back. Is some of the violence um, tied to poverty? Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's a much bigger issue. Yes. So that's our public health model and how we interact with the community on a, on a more global scale. So that's more of the 30,000 foot view for us and ways in which we can handle some of those issues by working with um, the administrators within the city, uh, the mayor's office, the county commissioners, um, the larger institutions to kind of address some of those issues um, so that we can help these victims um, not feel like victims anymore and not feel like they need to retaliate um, from what has happened to them um, because it does become a, a cycle and you have to break the cycle at some point and um, we've been very successful by having Chanel as part of our team full-time to be able to be in the community in which she lives herself um, to connect with these individuals um, and so many times we have a lot of resources here in Syracuse um, that a lot of people don't know we have. So sometimes it's just a matter of knowledge. Or connecting or the people, connecting to, what the people to what they need. And Chanel's really, really good at that. So that was the that's the piece that this program really thrives on, is being able to have that referral, constant connection with um, the hospital and the community. And that's where Chanel comes in for this program. We've been very, very blessed to have this Thank position. You. You're welcome. Are most of your patients um, men or women? Men. Most of them are men. Most of them are men. And is it younger age or does it range? I, I see a range. I see a very surprising range. As young as 13, as old as 50. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, this program started a few years ago. Do we have any indication as to whether it's helping? We actually have some really nice um, data that has come out in just the six months that Chanel has been here. Um, we have more than uh, doubled our um, time in this program and how many people have signed up for the program. So in just the six months that Chanel has been able to be here, she has been able to connect with those individuals um, that have been seen at the hospital and then released and that were not inpatients here. So that was kind of a group of folks that we were missing. Um, and we've more than doubled in just the six months that she's been here. It's really, it's an amazing number. For us. And it, because it is voluntary. I mean, absolutely, absolutely. people have to. Voluntary. You have to convince them that this is something that would be worth their time. So how yes. do you do that? Well, I, I start with my assessment, and in that assessment, I'm asking questions like, you know, what's your highest level of education? Are you interested in getting back in school? Um, are you employed? Would you be interested in getting employment? And after I get yeses to those answers, I go, well, we have a program here. And most times people are very willing to enroll. Is this program, I, I know you mentioned um, data from other um, violence prevention programs. There's other programs like this in other communities, right? Or Absolutely. Almost every large city center has some sort of violent prevention program, and they stem from uh, community centers, or they usually stem from a level one trauma center, um, because we have the opportunity as a level one trauma center for resources within our community to help fund 
this program um, to help research the program so that we can collect data. We have grant writing capabilities. There's a lot of things that are really beneficial to running a program out of a level one trauma center. So as part of being in that consortium of uh, trauma centers in New York State, um, it is our charge to see if we can uh, kind of put ourselves out of business. I would love to not have to have this program Very good. Um, at some point in my life. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come and discuss this. My guests have been social worker Chanel Beard and trauma injury uh, prevention coordinator nurse um, Kim Nasby. And we've been talking about the Violence Education Prevention Outreach Program at Upstate. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and talk show, HealthLink on Air.